Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. This is what is on the agenda for this evening. First, I'm going to bring on a wonderful woman. This woman's name is Kylie Milliken. Kylie Milliken is the director and producer of a documentary called Billion Dollar Bully. What is Billion Dollar Bully? Billion Dollar Bully is calling out Yelp for their mafia fucking style. Uh, It's crazy what goes on at Yelp. I never knew what went on at Yelp until I started a business page for our store and I'll explain when I bring Ky- when I bring uh, Kaylee on what happens with, with this whole experience. But yes, they do conduct in mafia style business practices. They're being called out on it, which I fucking love. In fact, Miss Milliken was on CNBC the other day, and they were interviewing her about the documentary. And there was an executive there from Yelp, which was just bizarre. So <laughs> you can- I'm going to play you this. I'm going to play you. Uh, Kaylee on uh, CNBC the other day when they were interviewing her. Then I'm going to bring Dino on. Then we're going to bring her on and talk to her about her wonderful movie that she is making. And I got to tell you something. It takes a lot of guts for her to be making this movie. And I'll explain why when she comes on. But let me play the clip from uh, CNBC. We mentioned uh, a firm, a Wall Street firm today, basically dismissing uh, your documentary and the claims it is making. This firm is called Wonderlick Securities. And basically they say, quote, no evidence of review tampering from the Harvard Business School study, the FTC courts in our own due diligence. Every business has disgruntled users. Are you making too much out of a few complaints? Yeah, the documentary will touch on all three of those. The Harvard Business Study is often mis leading to a lot of people, not the study itself, but I think a lot of people just hear the word, oh, Harvard Business Study, and they listen to whatever Yelp says about it. But the study was actually done specifically on restaurants to examine whether the star ratings had an impact on consumers' desire to enter those restaurants. And it was a small group of restaurants in Boston. Yelp affects businesses all across the board, not just restaurants and not only in okay, Boston. Okay, let's, let's forget the Harvard Business School. How about the FTC? I mean, the Federal Trade Commission. Yeah, I don't know how thorough that investigation was. And again, we will be touching on that a lot more in the documentary. But I have spoken with a lot of the lead attorneys in cases brought up against Yelp, the attorneys who represented uh, the, the clients against Yelp. And the FTC never went to them for the documentation that those attorneys have, the evidence that those attorneys have. Shannon, I want to I bring you in. It is unusual to have a company, you guys issued a statement, we should note. Mm-hmm. It is unusual for a company to then put themselves out there also to respond. Usually companies just say, you know what, here's a statement, let's let this thing go away. Does this strike a chord in any way because of these past investigations? Is there a concern on your part that there is a perception even that there are unethical practices going on? Well, we're not here out of fear. We're here out of facts and making sure that they transcend this conversation. Um, Dismissing the FTC, dismissing five federal judges who all found no wrongdoing, dismissing an exhaustive um, Harvard Business School study, and it's actually not the one that she's citing. It's a different one that looks specifically at our recommendation software and draws no connections to advertising. So she's citing an actually older, not Yelp-specific study. Though dismissing all of that seems a little weird when all of it has very exhaustively debunked the claims. But why we're here is because it's important that the facts speak and that the value to consumers that we want to create and continue to drive really transcends all of this. Kaylee, how'd you get on this project? I mean, what, what was the impetus behind this? Did you yourself use 
Yelp in any way? Did you have friends who use Yelp who, who got burned in any way, who had these problems? It wasn't through friends. I did use Yelp to look at businesses to see if there were places I wanted to go to or not. And I went to my physician's one day, and she began to tell me about her experiences with Yelp. And I was floored by the things that she told me. And I went home and began to investigate it. And the more I dug, the more that I found. And I thought that um, this was a story that should be told because I didn't know about any of the the things that were going on with Yelp. And I asked my friends if they knew, and they weren't aware of these allegations against Yelp either. And I thought that the story should be told, and I can offer a so, platform in order to do that. So just going beyond just the, hand, the people you've talked to, I mean, when you say exhaustive investigation, what do you mean by that? I mean, how many people have you talked to? Because you're willing to dismiss an FTC investigation, which found nothing wrong, and say yourself that maybe they didn't do a good job and you're doing a better job. I'm not dismissing what they said. I am going to touch extensively on that in the documentary, and I will let the experts speak for themselves. You, you say that she has a conflict of interest. I do. I mean, we're here today because she's raising money on Kickstarter to fund her film. So we're all part of a fundraising effort today. But I think what's important to state is that we did discover through the recommended software that is largely being contested here that Miss um, Milken herself had created three sock puppet accounts to create false five-star ratings of her husband's law firm. Her husband, who is also listed as the CFO for this production that we're fundraising for. Um, as a result of this media. So I think it's important to say that the accusation she's making, she's actually been a part of on the back end and the, the software process that we're talking about that helps protect consumers and present true and authentic reviews was something that triggered finding her false reviews on the site and suppressed them. Uh, Kelly, just quick, if you want to respond, you get I the do. last word. Yeah, I did create several different profiles and I wanted to investigate and see what happened to the various reviews that I left, not just on my husband's site, on many websites, to see what it was, it, what happened to those reviews. And I think it's shocking and very telling that this billion dollar corporation has come after this grassroots, very small production company where there are only two of us, myself and my associate producer, Melissa Wood, creating a documentary that we are still in production over and we released a two-minute video and online, and Yelp has fired back with all of that. This billion-dollar company versus this grassroots organization, I think it does clearly show that they are concerned about what will be coming out in the documentary. I think that's an unfair statement. This has been going on for weeks. We released one two-sentence statement, and we let it go. But when it gets to the point where the same misleading activity is now trying to fundraise to further this conversation, we have to step in and really make sure facts and uh, gravity are at the center of this, which is what's the right thing to do for users. One last question. Sure. Are you going to sue her? I can't speak to legal proceedings, but it is absolutely not on the table right now. Kaylee is absolutely right. Good for her. This billion-dollar company, you know, she's just putting together this documentary. She just started a Kickstarter page, and they're on CNBC with her. They're putting out statements. They are absolutely afraid of what's going to come out on that documentary, and I highly doubt they're going to sue her because as long as everything on that documentary is truthful, they can't do a fucking thing. I can't wait. I've been so mad at Yelp, and I'm so happy that I came across this. Hang on. Let me bring on Dino. Then we're going to go get... uh. Uh, Kaylee, hang on. Where's Dino? There's Dino. Where's Dino's intro music? Dino. I hate you. Gotta have his intro music. I don't like you. 
Gino. I hate you. I don't like you. He doesn't like you. <laughs> he hates you. Dino loves me. <laughs> Dino. Oh, that's great. What's going on, Dino? How you doing, pal? Not bad. Not bad. I am very, very excited that we're having Kaylee on. I love that she's doing this documentary. I have had... I, I'll explain what our experience was with Yelp um, when I bring her on. Because I, I got to bring her on. I said I was going to bring her on to 9.15, and it's 9.15. Oh, and then after this, Tom Baker is going to do his interview of me that he wants to do. And he watched, I asked him, I said, you want Dino to stay on? You want him to go? He goes, no, I want Dino to stay on. So oh, good. I can heckle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can heckle. So, uh, yes, let me get Kaylee on. Let's do this right here. Actually, I could probably just do it like that. We're going to call her up and uh, bring her on. Very exciting. I love that she's doing this. Let me tell you. Oh, and we got a lot of emails last week that uh, people want Ike to have his own show. Who? Ike. From last week. Oh, the guy you're scared of? Yeah. Let me tell you something. I, you know what? After seeing her, I feel like a pussy because, uh, you know, she's going after this huge corporation and they are not happy at all. These people are not. I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, it, I, you know, I, I don't know anything about the CEO of Yelp is Jeremy Stoppelman. I don't know anything about him, um, but he is certainly not happy with everything that's going on. You've reached Kaylee Milliken at Post Productions. Oh, Please leave a message and happens. I will return your call as quickly as I can. Hang on, let's try this again. At the tone, please record your message. How do I when you finished up? recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. It won't let me hang up. Hi, Kylie. This is Kevin calling from VP Live. Um, I'm going to try calling you back in uh, a couple minutes. Thank you. I don't know what to do here, Dino. This won't uh, let me hang up. Hang on, let's do this. You're looking for a tech guy. You got the wrong one. I know. It's this. Our phone lines are all messed up tonight. This is terrible what's going on. And if I hang this up, it's going to hang up the whole uh, the whole phone line system. And see, now it's not doing anything right now. Told you we need a producer. Yes, we do need a producer. This is terrible. It's just going back and forth. Okay, well, let's just shut that off. And let's try this all over again. Oh my god! I've never had a problem with uh, with blog talk ever, and now I'm having all these problems. All right, hang that up. Oh my god! Let's start this all over again, fucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I have another phone line I can call her from. I just actually, you know what? I think I'm going to call her. From uh, this, I have something else I can call her from. I have a backup to replace the stupid Skype. Let's do this. Let's try this. Um, Let's try that. See if that works. Always good to have backups, Dean. At Post Productions, please leave a message. Oh my God, she's not there. You got a backup guest? Oh my God, where is she? No, she emailed me today. I said nine fifteen. She said, "You said yep, nine fifteen Eastern Standard Time." So I don't know what's going on. I don't know where she is. 
but we'll try her in a couple minutes. Actually, I should try bringing this back up. Let's try, but oh, this is so much fun. What's going on with you, Dino? Oh, uh, nothing. You making uh, getting ready for Niagara? That's right. Dino is going to uh, um, ECC slash VPX this Sunday. Yeah. Or no, no this we're weekend. actually going to be there Friday. You're going to be there Friday and Saturday, and you're heading back Saturday night. Yeah, me, Cisco, and Effie. Yep, and and get this, he is going to be uh, chauffeured there and back. That is correct. <laughs> He's got a chauffeur. Well, not really. I got a guy to drive. Yeah, you got a guy to drive. Well, if you get somebody to drive you, that's having someone chauffeur you. But what do I know? I ain't driving. Let's see what's going on here. Nothing. Phone lines are down. Awesome. <laughs> this sucks, dude. Oh, my God. I'll have my guests. My phone lines are down. I might, You know what? I might as well just do the Tom interview. And uh, then, you know, that's it. You know, you know what? First, I want, I want to play the trailer first. I want to play the trailer from Billy Dobbly. I want to try calling her back again. Because this, and then I want to explain my experience on Yelp and what happened. So you can, do you use Yelp, Dino? Have you ever looked at Yelp? Yeah, I looked today for the first time. Right. A lot, well, a lot of people, you know what? Yelp is big in the West Coast. It's huge. It's not as big here, but it still is pretty big. A lot of people go on Yelp if they're looking for a restaurant. They want to look at the reviews. I've, I've used Yelp before. Before I even, you know, before we even started the store and set up a Yelp page, I would use Yelp. I'd go on and see what, you know, what's said about certain, really I used it for restaurants. If we were trying to find a good restaurant and see what the reviews were. So a lot of people go on Yelp and look at these reviews. And I'll tell you why the reviews are bullshit in a second. But this is the trailer to uh, Billion Dollar Bully. Listen to this. Yes, I, I use Yelp. Yes, we use Yelp. My friends and I will get in a circle and we'll all get on one and choose a restaurant and talk about it from the Yelp review. I do to check out new places, especially for like hairstyling or for nails. Do you ever look at the filtered reviews? Filtered reviews? Are those the bad reviews? I'm not aware of the filtered system. I've read some of the filtered reviews before, but I didn't realize that they were filtered out by Yelp for a particular reason. The allegations against Yelp had to do with extortion. Every one of the clients had been threatened with harm if they didn't pay money. I will assume after all these years, they're trying to sanitize their image. But I know that every time that you hire their advertisement, it comes with benefits. It is a racket what they do. I mean, they really forcibly make you pay for their services or you get more and more negative reviews and it negatively affects your business. They would say things like they could help us manage our reviews. They call a couple of times, and nicely we told them no because, uh, you know, we don't have a budget. I'll tell you, probably six, seven hours later, three or four of my good reviews, they were gone, and two other one-star reviews appear. I don't know what you call that. It's a signal, it's a bully. To me, it's a language, and it's a language that has been invented in Sicily around the 1930s. If the mafia had done what Yelp is doing, they'd be thriving in every county and every jurisdiction in the United States by doing it over the internet. The president of the company has gone on record at least three times that I've heard of where he said, yes, we have people writing reviews. 
I hope one day everybody will know the truth. The mafia acts. They are. They are, Dino. The mafia. <laughs> they are absolutely like the mafia. And I'll explain to you why. Hang on. Let me try. If Kylie doesn't, if Kaylee doesn't pick up now, I'm just going to have her on. Not next week. It's next week's Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. I'm not doing a show on Easter Sunday. If you think I should, then fuck off. The Sunday after that, we'll have her on. I'll try one more time, though. If not, then I'll just have her on next Sunday. It's no big, or the Sunday after. Because productions, please leave a message and I will return. Yeah, she's not there. Okay, fine. I'll just have her on a couple Sundays. I don't know. Maybe I forgot to put the time zone. Maybe she's on a different time zone. I have no idea. Anyway, the thing with Yelp, Dino, so you understand is what happens is, is you start a page, right? You have to get verified as a business and all that. They go through a verification process, but you, you put up a page. Now, what happens is, is once you put up that page, people start, you know, putting up reviews, right? Then Yelp starts calling you. They call you over and over and over and over and over. Would you like to buy advertising? Would you like to buy advertising? Would you like to buy advertising? Would you like to buy this? We have this. Bah, bah, bah. They're selling all kinds of shit. Buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that, buy advertising, buy advertising. Like, like that guy said, we can help you uh, sort out your reviews. Bah, 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 bah. This and that, this and that, this and that. Now, we, again, politely said, no, thank you. We're not interested. Um, we had no interest in advertising. We just wanted a Yelp page, you know, so people can go find where our business are and leave reviews, right? So we had something like 11 good reviews and then at the time like one bad review where a guy said he, 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 broke, he broke his fucking tank and brought it back and he got mad because we wouldn't give him his money back. He fucking broke it. We're not going to give him his money back when he broke his tank. So anyway, all of a sudden... They stopped calling. And then I noticed a couple weeks later, all our reviews were taken down. They have this section where they actually hide the reviews. It's called, I'll tell you what it's called. It's called, uh, do, 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 do. let me look at our page. If you scroll down for any Yelp page, you're going to see other reviews that are not currently recommended. And they hide them. And where it says that is like shaded out so you can barely see it. Now, if you click on that, there's all our good reviews. And then they only put up one good or two good reviews and three bad reviews. Now, one of the reviews is a complete bullshit review. The guy says that we didn't even know what an 18650 battery was. What a fucking lie. Some guy just put up a bullshit review. That's not, he was never in our store. That's not even true. The second one is remember that jerk off that, uh, with, with the e liquid that called it and started, uh, yelling? because uh, we wouldn't take his liquid to the store, he put up a review, and he put up a slanderous review. He put up a review that we sell to kids. And I filed a, a thing with Yelp saying that, because you can file if there's a slanderous or false review up, I said, this is absolutely slanderous. When there's a law in the state saying that we can't sell to minors, and this guy goes on our page and saying, as a fact, he knows we sell to minors, that's bullshit. That's a fucking lie. You can't say that. And they did nothing about it. That's still up. And they put up all the bad reviews. And they took down all the good reviews. And you want to know why they did that, Dino? Because we didn't buy their motherfucking advertising. That's why. So, so, you know, we're looking at this. And, in fact, two weeks ago, Eugene's like, you know what? Just take the page down. Fuck it. Just delete it, right? That's the answer. Delete the page. Get off Yelp. Guess what, Dino? You can't delete the page. You can't take it down. It's up there forever. You cannot take a Yelp business page down once you put it up. 
The only thing you can do, let's say you have a store and it closes. They'll put on your page that the store is closed, but you cannot remove your business page from Yelp. That's fucked. That's bullshit. And that's what she's going to point out on this fucking uh, documentary. And it's not just me, what happened to us. This has happened to a shit ton of fucking people, a lot of businesses this has happened to. So because, you know, you have a restaurant that goes up there, you don't want to buy their fucking advertising. And not only do they, what they'll also do, and you'll see in the documentary, is they'll just make up fucking reviews and put up bad reviews to fuck somebody's page up. So that you go, and I got to tell you something, you know, when this happened, I remember talking to the guys at the store about it. And I remember we were all talking, we we're like, you know what, maybe we just need to buy advertising. I guess, I guess if we buy their advertising, they'll give us our good reviews again. And that's what they want you to think like, wow, okay, well, I guess I got to pay them if I want to have my good reviews up. If that's not mafia style business tactics, I don't know what the fuck is. And she's right. This this woman by herself and one other person put a Kickstarter campaign up. They're just raising money to, to create this documentary. And one of the goddamn spokespeople from Yelp is right. They're, they're, they're already they're going crazy over it. What are they afraid of? They're afraid that all this bullshit's going to come out. Yeah, absolutely. And it should. Yelp is bullshit. Don't ever go on Yelp and look at any reviews because they're all bullshit. Oh, fuck Yelp. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad. It really pisses me off. I can't delete our page, Tito. Uh, who the hell is this? Ignore. I don't know who that is. Somebody's calling Maybe it's the girl. No, it's not her because I saw the number that came up. Yeah, I got this whole new phone thing. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I've never is there had... any way you can get rid of the echo? Uh, why? Is there an echo? Yeah. Has there on been my an... end. On the whole time there's been an echo? Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Hang on. Let me do this. I love listening to myself, but this is ridiculous. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to do this. Watch this. I'm going to shut this off. Bam. Like that. That's off. Yes. Now is it better? A little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. See? Yep. No problem. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just have Kaylee on in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to have her on next Sunday because it's Easter. I'll have her on the Sunday after that. And uh, we'll try this again. I, uh, I want to have her on to talk about the movie. I want to applaud her for what she's doing. And I want her to, you know, discuss what the documentary is going to be about. And I want to congratulate her for having the balls to do it. Because I'll tell you something. Um, I don't know if I'd have the balls to do that. Call out a billion-dollar company like that. I don't know. That's uh, take some balls, right? Do you know? Yeah, why we can't? Let's find a billion dollar company we can call out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Alsa Corp. Who? The guy with the paint from last week. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. People love him. People, I got all kinds of emails. They love him. They want him to have his own show. <laughs> <laughs> they love him. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. They love Ike. They thought Ike was fantastic. Um. Yeah. No. That was a one shot deal with Ike. If you want Ike to have his own show, you can email him. Ask him yourself. I, I ain't fucking talking to Ike anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they loved him. But uh, it's because he fucking owned you, right? He made you his bitch. Uh. No. I just know. Oh when, yeah. <laughs> I just know when not to fuck with somebody. I'm gonna put the link to the uh, Kickstarter campaign for the billion dollar bully in the uh, <coughs> chat if everybody wants to look at it. I find it very, very fascinating. No, I just know I have learned that when, you know, someone who was as crazy as he was and has as much money as he does, you don't fuck with people like that. You just don't. 
You just don't. You know that, Dino. You know that. He's the kind of guy they pick up a phone and say, you know what? Fuck that guy. Go take care of that guy for me. <laughs> and it's all over. Fuck that. I'm fucking with that guy. I'm not going to fuck with a mentally ill uh, uh, millionaire. That's okay. Not doing it. But anyway, so I guess we'll bring, I guess we'll have Kaylee on in a couple weeks. And uh, we'll talk about it then. I guess that's I what we'll do. I bought the Kanger Subtank. The Kanger Subtank? Yeah, the, the Mini. What about it? Fuck, I think it's awesome. You like the Kanger Subtank? Yeah. It's... Yeah, you, you didn't like it? You you said that the Heracles is better? Yeah. You, well, number one, you can't use a really high VG juice in the uh, Kanger, uh, Kanger Mini. I'm using fifty fifty right yeah, now. Yeah, I I tried using my Sophia in it, which is eighty five fifteen. I got burnt taste, burnt taste, burnt taste. Anything over seventy five VG in a canker sub tank, it's just you know, it's not. You're gonna get uh, dry hits, oh, and then you're okay. fucking with it. You you know, you hold on to the holes and you're puffing and try to fuck all that. That that's with the uh, Heracles doesn't do that. I can use a hundred VG in there if I wanted to, and it's gonna flow just fine. Don't get me wrong, the canker sub tank it vapes great. When it works, it, but if you use high VG, it doesn't work that well. The rail box came too. Or oh did we yeah, we talk about this already. Uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't know if we talked about the rail box. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about it on the air. I know you ordered the rail box, and I yeah. remember you telling me that you sold it the day you got it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was too big. It was too big. Oh, huge. Yeah. It was a big disappointment. I think it looked cool as hell, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the way it's constructed and the, the, the way the whole system works, it's really, really nice. It's well done. Right, right. Uh, I mean, the way that the uh, electronics is done, it, it, you cannot flaw the product at all. It's just gigantic. That's right. the only problem. Right. If they can get that thing down to a smaller, smaller box, I'd be all over it. Well, you know what? I wouldn't mind the sides if it had dual 18650s. That would be fine. I don't want. I to- told you, man. I've been kicking ass with single 18650 mods. Yeah, see, I, I don't want. It's either got to be an 186, two, two 18650s or a 26650. Or I don't want anything to do with it. I mean, that's just me. I can't wait to see what's at this ECC. There's got to be. There's got to be a bunch of new crap here. I uh, know. And that's the one thing that I hate that I'm going to miss is. Uh, I don't believe you're not product. going. I can't, I can't, I, I got to work. I can't go. I gotta got to work. okay from the boss to, go, to come. But it's, he's not here. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't understand. You know, of course, let's say, I, you know, I can call him anytime and say, hey, CJ, I'm going to take a month off. You go, yeah, sure, go right ahead. He's not here. He doesn't understand. You can't, you have to have so many people in the store. I have meetings this week with the lobbyist and, and then with, uh, we're all getting together. We're putting uh, together a fundraiser for to raise money. It's just a whole thing going on here that I just I and I got to be at the store. I can't I can't do it. I'd like to, but I just can't. It's not possible right now. I'm just gonna wait for California. CJ already promised me that he will fly me out, and you too. Remember, he said it on the show that he will fly us out to California for ECC. Are you gonna come to Chicago? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. I want to wait for I, – I can only go to, like, one of these things a year, and I want it to be ECC in California. I want to go to California. <laughs> I love California. I want to – I think I'll be, like, a, a, a little out of place in, uh, in, in California. In California? Are you kidding me? 
You wouldn't be out of place. Yeah, I feel like an old man now. Uh-uh. Let me tell you something. You would walk into ECC, and this is what would happen. <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I, just, I think <laughs> I, I see the crowd, you know, and they're all young. They're all young kids. Not totally. I mean, I, I, feel, I, see... like, I feel like Zen walking in the <laughs> Zen. <laughs> no, I, yeah, there's a lot of younger people, but I, there's, you know, it's, it's not just younger people. I, I'm telling you, I think you would have a great time in California. I'll get some big pants, let them hang around my ass. <laughs> I want to go for like a whole week. I mean, I want to spend a, a whole week a, there. Like a collared flannel shirt, and I'll just button the top button. And it's not only ECC, Dito. It's like you got to go for a week, and I'll tell you why. Because there's so many vape shops there. You take like a couple days just to go to all the vape shops. There's like some really unbelievable vape shops there. Like the other day or a couple weeks ago, one of the guys was showing me pictures of some of the vape shops there. Oh, my God. They, they look like nightclubs. I mean, I, I've, I've never seen anything like that. I want to go check out some of those vape shops. And I, I, if I went to California, I think I'd be more looking forward to going to like the beaches and the, you know, and the sites. Well, you know, I want to so. do that, too. I want to go to the beach. I want to. There's a lot of things I want to do. Yeah. I mean, just I there's I could, I could be there for three weeks and find plenty of stuff to do. But, yeah, I mean, they're just it's not just ECC. There's a lot of other stuff to do as well. I think you should think about it. I don't know. I'll think about it. Especially if you're going to get flown out and flown back. Listen, I'll tell him we want first class. Uh, he ain't going to buy his <laughs> fucking tickets. And I wouldn't accept it anyway. Come on, first class tickets? No, I wouldn't accept that from him. Oh, yes, I, it would. would be very, I'd appreciate it, but I would never accept it. I don't want to be into, into uh, fucking CJ the Vaping Monkey for a favor. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to have me running around. Fucking beating up guys and shit <laughs> in the juice business. I ain't doing that. No, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the mafia juice. No, he wouldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. He's a nice guy. I listen. I, and, and 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 another thing too. I want to say this before I bring Tom on, so people understand. Uh, yes, I know what's going on in California. I think with Stefan and everything that's going on with the site is fantastic. But I'm not going to sit there and talk about it because it's being beaten to fucking death. Russ talked about it. Dimitri talked about it. 50,000 other people are talking about it. Everybody's heard about it a million fucking times. It's wonderful what they're doing. Absolutely wonderful. I love the notblowingsmoke.org site. I think what they're doing is phenomenal, but there's no sense in beating a dead horse and talking about it over and over. You've already heard about it 50 million times. The one thing I will tell you, though, is I, I, I do like the uh, big vaping. You see the big vaping, Dino? No. You know how there's big tobacco? Now they're calling us big vaping. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big vaping. You know, I want to apply for a job with big vaping. I'm going to see if I can get a job. I want to be like the CEO or, or CFO or anything. I don't know. I'll be a janitor. I just want to work for big vaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big tobacco, big vaping. It's great. Yeah, you got to get on Twitter, Dino. See, all this stuff goes on on Twitter. You have a Twitter, but you don't use it. I thought I, it does it automatically, doesn't no, it? No, you do. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. That's right. But you, you got to go on and look at it. Uh, and, please, I ain't got time for that shit. Do you ever look at you have Twitter on your phone like the app? Yeah, but I never open it. You never open it? Mm-mm. 
Oh, geez. I got Instagram, too, but I don't use that either. I don't use Instagram. I don't care about that. I barely use Facebook. I don't care about Facebook. Twitter is what I'm all about. Twitter and this goddamn meerkat. Have you seen this meerkat? (laughs) I love meerkats. What's meerkat? Meerkat is an app where you can can just start... Let's say you're sitting at work and, uh, I don't know, you're... You want to show everybody what you're doing. You go on this app and you can just start live streaming and then it tweets that, you know, uh, Dino is live streaming on Meerkat with a link and they click on the link and it'll take them to the Meerkat app and they can watch what you're, you know, filming. It's a way to stream and and it posts on Twitter and then people can watch it. So like if you go to Twitter and put in hashtag Meerkat, all these fucking things come up where all these people are alive and they're Meerkatting and like, you know. One guy will be like, I'm in a bar in New York City, and he's streaming it. One guy will be like, oh, I'm uh, jogging on the beach, and they'll stream it. And I- I'm telling you, I, I love this meerkat. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I sit there at work, and I'm looking at all these streams. And <laughs> Well, you're real busy over there. <laughs> well, we're, 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 not, we're not busy. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it, it really is. It's, uh, it, it's a lot. The only thing that sucks, though, is... You have to, you have, in order to stream, you have to have an iPhone. They have a Meerkat app for Droid, but you can only watch streams. You can't stream yet, but they are going to, they're in the process of creating one. So very soon they're going to have, they're going to update the app for Droid so you can stream. It sounds so fucking stupid. You just want to watch people doing bullshit. (laughs) It's fun. It's just interesting. You know, like some of the streams are interesting. Like last night. Yeah, they can watch me and Cisco building marquees. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, people will watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like there was this girl uh, yesterday. She's like, she was somewhere in Holland. And she's like, oh, we're in the car. Meerkatting in the car. And it's just her and these two other girls. And, and she's got the camera on. And they're just talking about the wackiest shit. I you mean, know, I am really trying to figure out. When at what point in my life I became a nerd? Because I was cool when I was younger. I'm not cool no more. This is bullshit. I I think you're just as cool. I'm telling you, you may be even cooler than you were when you were younger. I'm not. I'm not as cool as I was when I was younger. But that's okay. I don't give a fuck. All right. Where's uh? Let's get this over with. Listen, just before you start this, mm-hmm. if I get bored, I'm gonna just hang up. <laughs> I'm going to go watch The Walking Dead. I'm shocked. I thought he was going to say, no, you know, you don't have to have Dino on. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I want him on. I said, okay. I mean, I don't know what this interview is going to be. I can't promise I'm going to answer all the questions, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Depends what he asks. Mr. Tom Baker. I know that's not his real name, but that's why I like calling him. To me, he's Tom Baker. I don't know. His name's like Ed or Fred or some shit. I don't care. To me, he's Tom Ed Baker. Ed Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that name. I like Tom Baker. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Don't you want to know how Dino's doing? Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today, Dino? Spectacular. Ah, fantastic. So, are we ready to proceed? Uh, yes, Tom, uh, for those of you that don't know, a few weeks, maybe I think this is maybe a month ago, Tom said he wanted to interview me, and I said nobody would give a shit about wanting to hear me interviewed. And I still don't think anybody does. So I said if I got 20 emails from listeners saying they wanted to hear Tom interview me, uh, I would let them. 
And I did get emails, and there were over 20 emails of people saying they wanted to hear this. So Tom now has the uh, right to interview me. I don't know. I get. I don't know what he's going to ask. I have no idea. He's not been in contact with me. I have no clue what these questions are going to be. I still don't think anybody's going to give a fuck. But um, Tom does have his chance to do his interview. And Tom, I'm going to turn it over to you now. You can. I guess this is like an ask me anything, like you do on Reddit. This is your life. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, Tom, so you got the floor. Ask away, my friend. All right, here we go. Scholar, gentleman, visionary. Tonight, my guest on VP Live is Kevin. Kevin has operated the longest continuous vaping show and is the man behind the only live call-in show regarding to vaping. So the phone lines are open. You can call in at 347-308-8329. Kevin, I would like to first thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to do this interview. Is there anything you would like to say before we begin? Uh, I'd like to thank you for interviewing me, Tom, and I can't think of anything I'd like to say, so let's just get this going. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go over some just, you know, basic background. Uh, Are you the oldest, the youngest, or the only child? I am actually the middle child. I have Uh an older brother and an old, a younger brother and an older brother. And uh, right-handed, left-handed? I am right-handed, but I uh-huh. masturbate with my left hand. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and uh, do you say right or left, or do you actually point? Uh, do I say right or left or actually point? I guess I point. Yes, good. A pointer. And are you a dog or a cat person? I'm a dog person. I think cats are for girls. <laughs> like, like Russ. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Baby Boomer, Gen X, Gen Y, Millennial. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'd have to say, uh, I guess I'd say Gen X. All right. And so with the, the phone lines are open, 347-308-8329. You're looking for help already? <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know the funniest thing, you know, is the phone lines are closed. They didn't work too much. <laughs> Anyway, go on, Tom. I'm ready. No, the phone lines are open. Actually, they're not open because I couldn't get them to work. They crashed. Okay. Well, why don't you put out <laughs> your, uh, your Skype so people can call you that way? Uh, no, they can't do that. I have a number, but the problem Nobody's is... Nobody's going to fucking call anyone. Yeah, nobody wants to call. Nobody cares to call me. Don't worry about that. You've been called the Johnny Carson of vaping and Dino the Ed McMahon. Do you think that fits? Uh, no, I don't think that fits. I don't think I'm the Johnny Carson of vaping. I think I just come on the show every week and I just talk about what's on my mind. And, uh, Dino compliments what I'm talking about, which is wonderful. And I just, no, I don't. I just come on and pretty much have a conversation and people get to listen to it. I do not compare myself to Johnny Carson at all. And I wouldn't say Dino is an Ed McMahon because Ed McMahon really didn't say much. Plus you know, he was a fat fuck. <laughs> Speaking of Dino, Dino, uh, I'm glad you're here. This is not my interview. <laughs> stick, stick to the questions with the gut with the host. Dino, why everybody would agree that you're the star of the show? But w- what do you think that you bring to the show that that makes it work out so good? Because I think everybody would agree that the combination of yourself and Kevin is spectacular. 
funny. I ask myself the same question every week. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I really have no I, idea. I'll tell you what it is. And listen, you know, it's funny you bring that up because uh, my next show, everybody wonders what it, would, what it would be like if Dino had his own show. Well, I have audio of Dino doing his own show. Oh, that was a train. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. This is you don't know what this is, Dino. Trust me. So on the next show, you're going to hear audio of what it would sound like if Dino was doing the show without me. It's a blank tape. <laughs> no, it's it's actually. Not. But anyway, what what Dino does is, uh, and and this is really Dino in, in real life. You know, like even when we go out somewhere or Dino's with a crowd of people, you know, Dino adds. Dino is a great listener. He listens to a conversation. He always adds something interesting and or funny. He's a great addition to a conversation. Dino's not the conversation leader. He's the one that enhances a conversation. And uh, that's what he's great at. And, and, and he's funny. He's got that, that New York style, uh, Northeast style humor, which I like. The tri-state humor, I call it. And... Uh, that's why he's so wonderful. I mean, you know, whatever he adds is either interesting and or funny. And he just compliments what I'm saying. And it's that's what's great about Dino. Yeah, you're you're like the buddy, uh, the buddy flick people of uh, of the vaping world. <laughs> buddy flick. OK, if you want to say that, I guess we're like a buddy flick. Do you have a favorite comedian? Uh, Cat Williams. Anybody uh, older? Older than Cat Williams? Yeah, he's kind of current. Do you have any uh, uh, favorite? Uh, from the past, Richard Pryor. Ah, uh, yes. yes. How about George Carlin? Yes, George Carlin was funny as well. I did enjoy George Carlin. Not as much as Richard Pryor, though. He was funnier. Bill Cosby back in the day? Uh, I hated Bill Cosby. I thought he sucked. <laughs> did you ever hear the chicken heart? Yeah, I just, I, I just, you know, the I didn't like Bill Cosby because you know he would always critique other comics and, and you know condemn them for using foul language or you know uh, that's not funny. while he was grabbing girls' asses. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now that we find out what he's doing, I, I don't know. I just never found Bill Cosby funny at all in any way. Not that dumb fucking show he did or his stand up. All right. So uh, I presume that you started uh, smoking. You started trying cigalikes. You quit. Then you went to APV and you quit smoking entirely. Uh, that's the story, I think, for most people. Uh, is there anything you would like to add about your personal experience coming into vaping that, that people should know? My personal experience coming into vaping uh, when I – I don't know. Yeah, I mean I started with a cigalike and then I went to uh, – the first mod I bought was a Pure Smoker from Pure Smoker, which I never thought I would own a mod because when I first saw a mod, I thought they were stupid. I said, that's dumb. I'll never own anything like that. And then a few months later, I had one. Uh, I don't know. You know, when I, I guess when I started vaping, there wasn't a whole online scene like there is now. I mean, it was very small. And, you know, I just wanted to... I don't know. I started doing the show because I just wanted to be a part. I wanted to contribute something. I wanted to contribute something to the community because I loved it. I love the community. I love the forums. I love the people that I met. I've met people through this community that I've made lifelong, lifelong friends out of. And uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just about getting off cigarettes for me. Once I became a member of the online community, I've, I've just, I love it. I love the people. I, I love everything that goes on. I love the advocacy that goes on. I think we're fucking kicking ass when it comes to advocacy. Um, I'm still disappointed in the numbers. I wish more people would fucking do something, and they don't. But uh, I, at least more people are stepping up, and I like what's going on. And uh, I think we got a long fight to go, but uh, I think we're going to be able to do pretty well with our fight. I, I think we might come out victorious on this one. Yes, the Skype lines are open. Kevin can add <laughs> you into the Skype, so please go ahead and contact Kevin through Skype, and Skype he will add you open. into the show. Hang on. Let's try this. You want you really want people to call Jeannie, him. Jeannie wants to come on. Okay, hang on. I have this thing. I just don't know. Oh, here it is. Okay. If someone wants to call in, and the thing is I can't control this. It's just going to ring. You can call this number, 860... It's only one person at a time they can call in, though. 860-310-4314. If you call that number, it'll ring, and I can pick it up. 860-310-4314. And if you want to call, call. Which I don't think anybody... See, nobody's calling Tom. Nobody cares. <laughs> I see one viewer that wants to try and get on. I okay. don't know how to add her, but... Uh... Well, if, if if you hear the phone ring, then you'll know she's coming I think on. I think he's got shtick going on here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't think he has a whole lot of questions. <laughs> well, Jeannie wants to come on. Bring her on through to Skype. Jeannie wants to come on? She's got a question, yeah. Okay. Hang on. Where's Jeannie? I'd rather her just call in. Call in, Jeannie. Just call this number. It'll make it easier. I don't even know what the number is now. What is it? 860-310-4314. Call the number while we're waiting for her to call. Do you have any other questions, uh, Mr. Baker? I have a question for you. Where the hell did you come up with the name Tom Baker? Uh, Tom Baker is the fourth doctor in the Doctor Who series. Uh, Doctor Who does not stand for World Health Organization, but it is a popular show. What? That must be Jeannie. You hear that ringing? Can you hear that, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? I want to know why you're not coming to ECC, you asshole. <laughs> because I said I have to work and I have meetings regarding the legislation that's going on in Connecticut. Uh, they've come up with a new you bill. You run the fucking place, Kevin. You write the schedule. And uh, listen, it, when when you run a place, <laughs> you have to be there. <laughs> that's my job to be there, to be there to make sure. This, and it's not just that, Jeannie. We had a new bill that's coming up where they want to. Have us have e-cigarette permits, and they want to charge us five thousand dollars, and they're all there's all this shit going on, and we're just trying to get together and fight all this stuff. We're, I mean, we're getting hammered here. So between working and doing that, I just I can't I can't do it. But Dino's going to be there. Are you going to bash? Because you said if Dino was going to bash, you were going to bash. Well, I lied. <laughs> I I I don't know if I can do that. I really don't think I'm going to. I let's look. I want to go to ECC in California. Your I want to go to California. Are you going to ECC in California? No. Why not? What the fuck? Do you know how much TSA I would have to go through to fly to California? Who cares? TSA already hates you. Yeah. Who cares? Listen, you need to go. That's insane that you wouldn't go. <laughs> goodbye, Kevin. Okay. Goodbye, goodbye, Kevin. Dino. Dino. Remember, he broke his word. Yeah, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was your call, Tom. You can. Get- 
you can continue now. Can uh, can somebody put the phone line into the chat? Uh, I, I didn't catch that number, <laughs> but if somebody can go ahead and do that. I'll put the number in. Here's the number if you want to call, which I don't think anybody does. Hang on. <laughs> Here's the number again. Uh, da, 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 da. My number. Okay, there it is. Oops, hang on. 310-4314. That's the number if anybody wants to call, which I don't think anybody does. Yes, the call-in number is 860-310-4314. We're taking calls tonight for Kevin, the originator of the Vapors Place Network. Time and temperature. (laughs) Kevin, did you have a uh, radio background uh, before you started this? I had no radio background at all whatsoever. The only radio background I had was... When I was a child, my father owns an electronics store, and so we used to get like you know home stereos and turn you know turntables and shit like that. And I used to play DJ when I was a kid. I did you know I used to play DJ. I used to have a turntable and I played the songs and I had a mic and I'd announce them and and that yeah that was it. And then I stopped that when I was about eight years old and that was it. Oh my God, there's another call. Unbelievable. I like the ring. <laughs> Hello? Yes, caller. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Hey, Gino. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Jerry, a.k.a. Vapor Dragon. How you doing, Jerry? Uh, Doing pretty good. Uh, I was kind of curious as to Kevin's... uh, I don't know, I guess, misogynistic viewpoint on uh, the vaping genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did not enjoy the vaping genius? Uh, actually, I thought he was an ass. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I guess down here in Texas, we have a different viewpoint of what's respectful towards women and how we treat them. But uh, uh, the other question I wanted to ask you is, what the hell is your issue with cloud chasers? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'll answer both questions. Uh, The first question with the vaping genius, um, I just I I, I find him funny. I do. I I find him hilarious. Um, I I don't agree with his misogynistic views, but I just find him funny. I mean, it's just funny to me. You know, I think Dino found him funny too. Uh, No, I didn't. You didn't find vaping genius funny? Not at all. Were you offended by what he said? No, I just thought he was boring. This is what I mean. The caller was like offended by him. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, it didn't offend me. And uh, the second question was about cloud chasing. Oh, yes. Cloud chasing. Yes. I just think the acts, you know, I, I see these people and they're like bending down to the ground and they've got this mod and they're slowly standing. I just think the whole thing looks stupid. I, <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, 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 I know a lot of people do it and they enjoy it. I just don't partake in it and don't understand it. And I, I don't get the whole bending down and bending up as you're blowing clouds. I just think that's ridiculous. I don't know. That's just my view. But I understand that people enjoy it and, and that's fine. Listen, I, I ride a motorcycle. Some people think that's stupid and they're entitled to think that. I just think that particular hobby is dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ride a motorcycle mainly just because I don't have balls to ride on something that goes, you know, 100 plus miles an hour without a roll cage around me. <laughs> well, see, that's the exciting part for me. 
Uh, I like that. Me. Now, now I will say that you know I, I am a I am a raining cloud champion here in Houston, and uh, the whole bending over to the ground I find that to be completely stupid, retarded. You can void just as much air from your lungs to pull a deeper draw standing up as you can bending over. Yes. Uh, honestly, the, you know, it, it really looks like uh, you know they're trying to reenact that scene from American History X, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, you're right, because there's this guy that, that I see that does it. He does the whole bending over thing. And then there's this guy that'll come in, and he'll just stand there completely still and blow a cloud three times as big as this guy doing this whole stupid thing he's doing. It makes no sense. I, you know, I, I, it doesn't do anything. So, I don't know. It, it's just kind of, it is kind of pointless. It's, uh, I think it's more theatrics than anything. Now, when it comes to the cloud chasers that go you know, into public areas like Walmart and restaurants and Blowing big asinine clouds of vapor, that right there is destructive to the industry. Yes. That I understand. I'm totally against that. Me personally, I go outside and hang out with the smokers. You know, I don't like the smell of a cigarette. It gives me a headache now. I don't have anything against smokers because I was a smoker. I mean, it's kind of a hypocritical, you know, viewpoint, but I go out there with the intention of, uh, you know, they'll see me blowing a huge cloud of vapor and they're like, Hey, what the hell is that? And I'm like, well, this is how I, you know, got off smoking cigarettes and, you know, prevented myself from going back for a year and a half. I don't have a single craving for it. And I started out at 24 milligrams and now I'm down to three. And a lot of times I've ate nothing just because I'm addicted to the hand and mouth insert pun here and the inhale, the exhale. Yes. You know? Yes, me too. I'm at three milligram. And at this point, I'm just addicted to the inhale and the exhale, and I just love to vape. I love the flavors. I just, I don't know, I just never got into the extreme of I have to blow a big cloud. I just enjoy flavor. I love flavor. I, I want it to be as flavorful as possible. Um, whatever vapor comes out, comes out. It doesn't matter to me. But, yeah, I understand. People do these cloud competitions, and they really get into it, and that's fine. If they enjoy doing that, that's great. I just, you know, that's their thing, and... Just not mine. <laughs> That's all. Well, you know, to each his own. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, Cloud Chasers Inc. will rule the universe. Sorry, I had to, had to name drop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, will you have any other questions, or that's it? that would be it. I'm going to get back to listening to the show now, because I love the shit out of Dino. Yes, yes. Dino <laughs> is Jerry, the star. Jerry, listen, before you go, yeah. just hang on. Tom, you might want to thank Jerry for saving your interview. <laughs> Jerry? Thank you yeah. for saving my interview. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> welcome. All right, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Talk to you later. All right, man, cool. Thanks. Right, the call in line is 860-310-4314. Let's go back to talking about cloud chasing. Yes. Um, you think they're stupid. And, <laughs> um, I mean, you, you put on a show that you called Cloud Chasing is Stupid. Yes. Um, and so... What do you actually think? How would you define what cloud chasing is? What is this stupid thing that you are talking about? What define it, please? Cloud chasing is what? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll cloud chasing is stupid. Um, what I don't understand when I say this is you have these people that have these competitions, and they go and they stand back to back, and they see how far they can blow a cloud and how big the cloud is. I don't know. I just. I think it's silly. I don't think it's anything that's going to last very long. I think it's going to die eventually. I just think- I think they should have pistols and take ten paces, turn around and shoot at each other. <laughs> 
That would be much more interesting. Yeah, right. I'm not sure if you understood the question because what you're doing is describing a contest. I did not ask you yes. what a contest is. I asked you what is cloud chasing? Uh, cloud chasing is stupid. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so so oh, when a person gets a high VG juice and, uh-huh. and does it through a low-ohm atomizer and produces a lot of vapor and direct lung inhales it that's what i think most people consider as cloud chasing no 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 no. to me no there's a difference there's some people that are just regular vapors that just want to blow a big cloud so they'll get drippers they'll get hot yeah i see them every day there's tons of them they're not cloud chasing they just want to produce a nice amount of vapor get a good flavor so they get drippers they get high vg juices and they just vape they're not sitting there trying to blow the biggest cloud and see how far they can blow it they just I don't consider somebody who wants to blow a big cloud because he likes blowing a big cloud and enjoys the, the flavor a cloud chaser. These cloud chasers are these people who are like in competition with each other. Like look at the cloud and look at the distance. You see them. They're all over fucking YouTube. They have these contests. That's what I'm talking about. That's So, so you, you've watched things on the internet and, and that's why you think that people are cloud chasers are stupid because you believe that they're only going to contests. But I don't think there's that many contests, are there? Oh, but yes, there are. There are tons of cloud chasing. Vendors all over the country have. Here alone in Connecticut, we've got, a guy, I think, I would say at least three vendors that have cloud chasing contests. They have them in Mass. They have them in New York. I went to a Henley had a cloud chasing contest. In New uh, York? Yes, in New York City. Uh, there, a lot of vendors have cloud chasing contests. That's, that's pretty far away from Connecticut, isn't it? Uh, listen, there's cloud chasing. They're everywhere. Every state that has a bunch of vape shops, have. there's at least two or three vape shops that have these cloud chasing competitions. And I just think they're silly. And I also think they're dangerous. You know, people say, well, we control the builds that they do and blah, 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 and we make sure they're using the right batteries. Yeah, that's the people competing. What about the people that are just showing up to watch? What about some guy who's showing up to watch who knows nothing at all about battery safety? He went and bought a dripper. He's got uh, God knows what kind of build on it. He's got a shitty eBay battery in there. What if it's an attendee just standing there watching it and he's trying to show off how he can blow a cloud and his ship blows up? These things are dangerous. And it's unbelievable to me that these shops have these cloud chasing competitions because somebody's going to get hurt. At some point, someone's going to get hurt. Do you keep up with the technology that goes on along in the vaping world? Of course. (laughs) I'm a vapor. You can can take a a regulated DNA 40 and then have a regulated uh, cloud chasing contest. Would you be approving of that because the inherent safety of a regulated device, especially with a No, because like I just explained, people watching it, you can't control what everybody's using that comes in and is watching these things. You could have somebody that comes to the event that isn't a part of it but wants to be at some point and wants to show off that he can blow a cloud. It's just, it's it's dangerous to do. I... you're you're familiar with NASCAR? Yes. Okay, they have standards and and you know different things of how they control the contest. They have different things with the wheel width and and all sorts of different items, restrictor plates uh, to keep the speed down because they could go much faster. So if a cloud contest was using spec items, say they were using uh, uh, K funds only, and they were uh, using all regulated mods, would that then be a cloud ca- uh, cloud chasing contest you that you could okay. support? Okay, here's my answer. You can't compare a cloud chasing contest to going to a NASCAR race. Uh, a cloud chasing contest 
anybody, attendees who aren't a part of the competition can show up with God knows what kind of mod, who knows what kind of builds in there, what kind of batteries they have, and they can also partake in this cloud chasing. At a NASCAR event, the fans can't show up with their own NASCAR and hop on the track with the professionals and rip around. Well, that's <laughs> actually absolutely... incorrect because you can, you can drive up to a NASCAR case with a Ferrari, but you won't be allowed to race. If everybody is allowed only to use a DNA, say a temperature control device, and a and a and a K fun or say a uh, a uh, a sub tank, would you then be okay with the safety factor to where you would think that people participating in the cloud contest were not idiots? Dino, am I going crazy here? Did I answer this question like three times? Dino, okay, did, so I'll take did, that. Well, as, hang on, hang on, hang on. If it was regulated and it had a, a specification that only certain people can use yeah, certain wait. devices, that then that that wouldn't be okay. Wait a minute, Tom. Tom, Tom, there. wait a minute. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Dino, am I crazy? Wait. Did I did I answer the question or did I not answer it? Is it me? No, you answered it a few times already. <laughs> okay, yes. So let's just go over that question one last time. If oh my a cloud test was with only regulated devices and only uh, using a specific atomizer, <laughs> would that be all right with you? No. Okay. So the, one of the reasons that we, we're talking about cloud chasing is because uh, you've offended a lot of uh, people, especially in the UK, with your <laughs> attitude about cloud chasing. And uh, there was a person named Phil that uh, has called into your show and is quite a fan. In fact, he said that he's listened to every single show that you've ever done. He literally said he's listened to everything you've done. That poor and, man. And that man is, is dejected uh, <laughs> by your current stance on cloud chasing. Sure. And what he said was that he had a group of people that were having a gathering in their garage and they were going to do their little cloud chasing, whatever, but they were going to listen to your show at the same time. And they also wanted to become involved with advocacy. And then when they heard that they themselves were idiots, according to you, <laughs> that they turned off, they turned off the show. And, and the thing was that they wanted to be involved with advocacy. So with great power comes great responsibility. So don't you think that you should go easier on these people that want to cloud chase and want to advocate? Aren't you sending the wrong message to that part of the community? With great power comes Gary's response. Shit. I have no power. I'm a nobody, Tom. <laughs> okay. I get, I get on and, and I do this every Sunday and – People listen, whatever. I, there, there's no power here. Anyway, uh, no. If it, someone – that that's ridiculous. If they're standing in a garage cloud chasing because they don't like what they're doing, they're not going to advocate anymore. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. That's absolutely ridiculous. That makes no sense. So because I don't like them cloud – I don't like cloud chasing – uh, they're not going to advocate for vaping. That sounds like, what well, that sounds like is an excuse to not do anything, like most people have, because most people don't want to advocate because they don't well, care. They the story that he described it. was that he had gotten a gathering of people and that he wanted to tell them to listen to this show because he's obviously a fan, and that when he started to listen to the show, wanting them to become advocates and, and to do things, the first thing you did was start to call them names. So he called him a name too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. What name was that? I don't remember. It was some UK English thing. Yeah. Word that he used. Yeah. No, he did call me a name, but that's okay. no, not you. 
he called. He says, I'm not some oh, that's right. so-and-so he, yes. that does point one own builds. He bad-mouthed the fucking cloud chasers, too. That's right. That's right. It was a very hypocritical right. statement that yes. he made. Yes, he did. You need to do more research, Tom. <laughs> I believe he said something like you're shagging them off, uh, something with an S. No, I no, no, but Dino's word. right. He insulted the cloud chasers and, and his absolutely rant. absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's bogus. But uh, let, what, let's say I'm a liar, Tom. <laughs> no, I'm saying that you are saying things that are not correct. That you are fucking out of line now. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying things that are that you know to be correct? Or are you just guessing? No, fact. no, no. He's right. It is a fact. Okay, so fact. what did you say? I'm sorry. I, I missed. I don't remember. I'm, okay, you don't remember. So I'm, I'm saying that you don't remember what you're saying and that you can't say it. So I'm not calling you a liar by any means, but I'm saying that you say, you're saying things that you don't remember, meaning that nobody can use it because you don't remember. I'll play it for you next week. Uh, thank you. And the whole class. Listen, cl- I just think cloud chasing is ridiculous. You know what? This Years ago. Cloud chasing. You should call this show. show. Cloud chasing yeah. is fucking stupid. Listen, years years ago, um, before I started vaping, I used to be very, very into like Nitro RC cars. I, my whole life was Nitro RC cars. If I wasn't working, I was buying parts, building, driving them. Blah, 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 this. I was just way into Nitro RC cars. Now, some of my friends thought it was the stupidest fucking thing ever. They're like, that's so fucking stupid. You're wasting your money on that. You're wasting your time on that. That's dumb. All right. That was their opinion. That's fine. At the time, I, I, I thought it, it was fun. It was great. It, it was a hobby. I just got way into it. And people thought it was stupid. But whatever. I didn't care. It is what it is. Fine. They think it's dumb. Whatever. I mean, so what? <laughs> you know, I've, I've done things in my life that other people think are fucking stupid. I don't get all mad and go, oh, oh what the fuck? You think it's stupid? I understand why they it, it, and now The funny thing is now that I look back on it. And I see all the time and money I spent on it. It was stupid. <laughs> I can see now it was stupid. I didn't see back then how dumb it was. But years later, I could see how, how dumb it was. So, anyway, Well, I think it's on. needless that you've insulted my good friends in the UK. And, and, and the one thing that that, that man <laughs> said to you, Phil, he said that your show is worldwide, that you're much bigger than you might expect. Um, and so let me ask you, how many replays does your show get on average? Or what is what's the most replays that you've seen on uh, SoundCloud? It depends. It depends on the show, and it depends on the guests. I mean, so give, give the high number. Uh, you know, give, give a number that 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 you know you feel comfortable with saying. Have, have has a replay ever hit ten thousand? Yes. Has it hit twenty thousand? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. Okay, so we're saying no that uh, that a good show is going to be about fifteen thousand. That is a tremendous amount of power <laughs> when you have fifteen thousand people listening to you. So you should you should take responsibility when your words hurt your fans, and there's many of them across the world, especially in the UK. Okay, I didn't say the average show has fifteen thousand listens. I didn't say that. I don't know. We <laughs> forgot one thing. What? We don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't. We don't care. care. So, Dino, you speak for Kevin now. No, I'm speaking for me. I know Kevin feels the same way. Yes. If they don't like it, don't fucking listen. That's the way I feel. This is a fucking fun show to do. If people can't take it, tough shit. Right. That's right. That's how it is. I don't care. I don't care. I, I... I don't care about how many people listen, Tom. I do, you know. I notice Ugh. on some topics, some people listen more than Who the others. Fuck was that? But I, I, that was Tom. But Tom, what are you trying to be? Fucking 
Howard Stern? Yeah. <laughs> but I honestly, I really, I really don't care. I really don't care. I, I, I don't give a shit. I just don't care. All right, let's continue. Um... And I see in the chat, does Nick would care? No, they don't care either. So what do you think <laughs> about that? There's your answer. Go ahead. <laughs> How long has VP Live been on the air? Since July of 2010. And how long was that after you started vaping? That was pretty much a, well, I started in June, so about a year, one year. So you have a call-in format, which I think uh, is unique to the VP Live Network. I'm not aware of anyone, uh, and even your many imitators, that have gone the step to having a call-in show. Why do you think that the call-in format is so critical to your worldwide success with over 15,000 people listening to your radio? <laughs> 15,000 people <laughs> are not listening to my show. Not every week, what but you they said have. Is, what you said is, what show on VP Live? Now, again, that could be my show, that could be Russ's show, one of Russ's show, one of Dimitri's shows. One of whoever shows you first, you said, did it get over? Has any of them gotten over 10,000 listens? I said, yes, because that is true. And then you came up with this 15,000 number. I don't know where you're getting that from. We're talking I, about. I, I asked you a question on 20,000. You were hemming and hawing. So no, no, no. We're talking about we're talking about VP live in all the shows and all, all the of shows. them. Not exactly. just mine. We're talking about Russ's, uh, and, you know, all, all the people's shows. Yes, we have shows with over 10,000 views, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going discuss, to discuss any more numbers. But, no, I never said I, I have 15,000 people listening to me because that, that is not true. Well, the, Kevin, let's just use 10,000 then. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not make any mistakes. At 10,000 viewers or 10,000 listeners, that makes that's your show the biggest me. show in vaping. No. Uh, it, it, it does Tom, because it Tom. eclipses, it eclipses Vapor Joe. Go it ahead. does, just by raw numbers. Okay, go ahead, Tom, Dino. There are 42 people in the chat right now. <laughs> Do you think if we get 100 fucking people listening to the show on any given night, that's a fucking banner <laughs> evening? D- Dino, I, I, I know that you know, you're kind of a relic, but you do understand what a DVR is, correct? So when tonight you watch The way, uh, the Walking Dead, you're not going to be watching it live. You're going to be watching it on a DVR. Same thing with VP Live Network. Does that make sense? I do not appreciate your condescending attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, I mean, you, you talk about it. Yes, I understand that. So okay, yes, 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 I mean, we, no, I mean you're, you're a relic. I mean, you're, you're a grandfather. You talk about that. You're an old guy, right? I'm 47 years old. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. Then I apologize. Uh, but uh, but the thing is, 10,000. That that is a tremendous amount of. <laughs> power kevin that's a lot of people and again there is no other show that has near those numbers there's no other network that nobody has can say they've had ten thousand listens except you know you cannot you can say that reviewers have but there's never been a call-in show or any live show in the vaping world that is larger than the vp live network that's just a fact you know what after people hear this show we're going to have 20 listeners (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we better move on with this. Okay, uh, let's let, let's indeed move on. Um, oh. So, the VP Live Network. Are you here to entertain? Are you here to make jokes? Are you here to make me laugh? Are you trying to be funny? Uh, no, 
I just me. yeah, that's Dino. Dino's the funny guy. No, I I just come on because I like doing this. I I pretty much come on and I see things that go on that I want to talk about. And I bring Dino on because I like talking about with Dino on and he gives good input and he's funny and that's it. I don't do this because I want people to listen to me. I don't care if people listen to me. I don't care. I appreciate that people do. Don't get that confused. I do appreciate that people listen. I I, I find it very humbling that people listen, but I don't care. (laughs) I'm not doing this to get people to listen to me. I'm just not. The call-in number is 860-310-4314. Oh, my God. You guys are retarded. I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, uh, let's see. What's um, you, you, Vapor's Place goes by the moniker, the world's largest vaping social network. Yes. What does that mean? Uh, you have to ask the people that own Vapor's Place. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's so, Kevin, question. you you don't really have a, a social media presence. Uh, you're not on Facebook. Uh, you're yes, don't, I am. You don't, I'm, see, you I'm, don't see you on the forums. You I'm don't on Facebook. Your, Kevin, can I get the question now? <laughs> you, you don't have a social media presence. You're not on Facebook. You don't visit the forums and and reply. I haven't, I haven't seen you there. You don't reply to your emails. Uh, the only availability is to talk to you is on your show. So when you say that, you know, and you came out with it before you sold the network off, that that this is the show for the social networks, what does that mean? Uh, hang on. Sweetie, could you bring me a beer? <laughs> I need a drink. Can you bring me a beer? Can you hear me? Can you bring me a beer? Because I need one. This this guy's driving me nuts. I thank you so much. I just one of my uh, those Jamaican beers I have, the Red Stripe. Thank you. Okay, now your question was okay. To answer your question. I have a Twitter that I use every single day. I have a Facebook page. Uh, I do go to the forums. The for okay. I'll tell you. I go to ECF. I go to Reddit. Love that Reddit. Uh. That's about it. <laughs> Do you post with a name that, that people can identify you with? No, I don't post. I go and I look things up and, and, and I just, you know, I read things. No, I don't post on forums. I don't post. Well, I did post. I read it the other day. But uh, I, I don't really post. No, I just read. I read, read, read. I, I, I don't. I don't post. Is the reason that you hate people because they're stupid? No, uh, I don't hate people because they're stupid. I'm just antisocial. Thank you so much. That's me. I hate people because they're stupid. <laughs> All right, Kevin, let's keep on moving. Um, and again, the phone lines are 860-310-4314. We're talking with Kevin, the founder, the oh. visionary, the man behind the Vapors Network. That tastes so good. I love Red Stripe. Go on. I'm listening. So you took out the name uh the domain vaping info how long ago was that and what were your original plans for it actually i did not take out the name vaping.info when we started the american vaping association we were thinking of a name and tony's actually the one that took out vaping.info and she said hey i have a great url for the american vaping association vaping.info she said i bought it a long time ago and we can use it for the ava and i said that is wonderful and that's where it came from. 
So let's talk about the AVA because uh, as I understand it, and after listening to your shows with many thousands of people in the UK uh, who think very much of you and are offended when you insult them, that that when you (laughs) came up with the AVA, when was that? And and tell us about what why you thought it was so important to have a press release, uh, I mean a, a PR company, uh, and, and talk about that please. Oh, geez. Uh, the AVA was very simple. Uh, at the time, before the AVA came around, there was a lot of negative press, which there still is today, about e-cigarettes and vaping. And you'd have all these stories without any sort of response they weren't like really turning to anybody to counteract these negative stories like e-cigarettes contain formaldehyde that have all these horrible things from these anti-smoking groups from that their pr firms would put out and then they'd have nothing from us no rebuttals no rebuttals now if you look at a lot of these stories that are on tv on the news and newspapers online there is a rebuttal they're turning to the AVA to getting a comment on all these insane stories. And I can't tell you how many times Mr. Connolly, superstar, has been quoted in all these articles and on television and on, on the Internet and the news. Now we have a voice to counteract all this negative stuff that's put out there. It, it was something that was needed. And I'm sure you would agree, Mr. Baker, that the AVA has been very successful. I, I, I believe what you just said was entirely correct. I'm getting a little bit of echo. Hold on. Uh, but when the CDC just came out with their information, it was indeed the AVA and Greg Conley that got quoted in that story. And that story was uh, released on uh, late Friday. Uh, it was done after uh, five o'clock on the East coast. And I was truly impressed that in the story that released it on ABC news, Greg Conley did have feedback about the importance or lack of importance of that CDC campaign. So I, I have to agree. Uh, the AVA is succeeding in its mission. Yes, yes, it is. And Greg Conley is the star of that. You want, don't, don't, don't thank me or any, thank Greg Conley. He is the man and the master behind the AVA. He's the one out there doing all the work. He is doing a phenomenal job. So, yes, it is successful because of Mr. Connolly. I just had an idea, and, and Tony contacted me, and she said it's a great idea, and we got it going, and, and we had a lot of doubters, Tom. And when we started this, we had a lot of doubters. I thought it was a joke. It was never going to go anywhere. You're never going to Me, I was money. one. Yeah. <laughs> and look what happened. So, and it's all because of Mr. Gregory Connolly, superstar Gray Connolly. Well, don't be shy, Kevin, because it, it was your idea to do this, and then you gathered people, and then I did listen to your show, and, and you acquired Greg. You, you stole him away from whatever other project he had. <laughs> I and uh, steal him away. Well, you, you – I mean, there was a show am – I, am I mistaken, Kevin? There was a show where you announced the AVA, that you were forming it, and then months later, you announced that Greg was coming on and that you were very pleased that – I mean, are – the AVA is is a concept that that you are its father of. Is that not fair? I take credit for nothing. I'm a nobody. <laughs> no, I, no, the 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 AVA is successful because of Mr. Connolly. Well, the the funding that you were able to acquire, you first announced it at six hundred thousand, uh, and yes. then you said that it was lower than that. Yes, uh, but I mean, you 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 can't say that that. Getting that funding and then bringing in Greg Conley—that you are not a large part of the AVA. 
I listen. Gray Connolly is a superstar. <laughs> Can we move on? I listen. I, I uh, Gray well, is the driving force behind the AVA. I don't want to take any credit for it at all because Greg is the one that has made it where it is today is because of Greg Connolly. It's that simple. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Greg Connolly, who again is getting his name and the AVA into many, uh, uh, for one thing on the formaldehyde story, when that story came out, I read maybe, 25 different articles by the major press, Reuters, you know, Yahoo News, all that. And Greg had a comment and a reply and a retort to at least 85% of the stories. So clearly the vision that you had is succeeding. And, and it's clearly Greg, uh, Greg that is, is doing it and is making that case. But don't be shy. Uh, this is a concept that you came up with, that you funded, and that you, you acquired uh, Greg to uh, take the lead. You want to compliment somebody, compliment Jan Johnson. Compliment Jan Johnson. That woman, all the work she does, and it's like she should be given, I don't know, something, a medal, something. Compliment Jan Johnson. Compliment Gray. Compliment Kassa. Compliment Safada and Cynthia Cabrera. Compliment that Stefan that's fucking doing that great shit in New York with a with a not blowing smoke.org sign, everything that's going on. Compliment them. Please don't compliment me. <laughs> I don't want I got a great idea we could do for Jan. <laughs> what? Let's all send her ammo. Yeah, everybody send Jan Everybody send ammo. her a box of ammo. Yes, everybody buy a box of ammo and please send it to Jan. She deserves it. She really does. She Absolutely. would love that. The phone lines are 860-310-4314. We're talking to the very shy and demure visionary of the AVA shy. and the head of Vapor's Place Network, Mr. Kevin. Yes, Mr. Kevin. Any other questions? <laughs> I know you the funders, the funders of the AVA. I think that uh, we should give them a shout out as well. Uh, can you talk about those uh, those f- vendors that uh, and and give them a little uh, airplay too? Who are the funders of the AVA? The funders of the funders. I'm sorry, funders of the AVA. Yes, I'll tell you who the funders of the AVA are. They are Alt Smoke Vapor Kings. Nick Wid, Smokeless Image, Hoosier E-Cigs, Vaporcast Store, Pure Delaware Vapor, and Ginger's E-Juice. They all fund the American Vaping Association. Without those vendors, there wouldn't be an American Vaping Association. And I encourage any other vendors that want to become a member of the AVA, which is very important because it's very costly to send Greg all around the country and, and do what he does and, 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 and fund uh, you know PR and all this stuff, to send an email. Actually, just go to vaping.info. Go to vaping.info, and at the bottom right-hand corner of the site, there is a make a donation. You can email us also on the site. Go to the Contact Us page. And if you're a vendor and you can help out, please, please do. But these vendors are wonderful that are sponsoring this because if it wasn't for them, there wouldn't, excuse me, there wouldn't be an AVA. They should be commended. They are the heroes. These Indeed. Vendors. And I am commending them. So tonight in the replay notes, we'll have links to all of those vendors. And I certainly encourage everybody to visit those vendors' websites and to see if there's something that would be good for them to purchase to support those who support us. Absolutely. I agree. 
and that will be in the replay notes. Uh, and if anybody wants to find out more information, that is vaping.info, and it's on the internet, which is the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, hang on a second. Hold your horses for a minute. I want to try something. Hang on right there. I just want to see if I can get Kaylee again. Get me out of this nightmare. <laughs> Maybe Kaylee could save us, Dino. We'll see. Hello? Hi, Kaylee. Yes? Hi, this is Kevin calling from VP Live. How are you? Hi, Kevin. Hi. Uh, hey. your, your voicemail was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was having... <laughs> I listened to it twice. <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> yes, we were having issues with our uh, with our phone lines, but we but we figured it out now. Uh, I want to thank you, number one, for coming on. I was actually talking about Yelp before, and uh, the uh, experience I have. I'll go over there that with you real uh, in a little bit. But first, I want to thank you for making this film. This is fantastic what you're doing because I never knew anything about Yelp. I mean, I would use Yelp sometimes, like, you know, you're talking about on, on uh, when you were on CNBC, you know, you'd look at it and check out the, like, I used it for restaurants. I would use Yelp. I was, I never joined it or left reviews, but I would certainly count on it for reviews, especially of restaurants. Uh, we started a business, a, a vape shop about almost a year ago, and we put up a Yelp page, and people started leaving reviews. And then, as you know, what they do, they started contacting us a lot for, like, uh, wanting uh, advertising, just trying to sell us all kinds of stuff. Right. And every time we would call, we would, you know, politely say, you know, no, thank you. We're just not interested. We just don't have the money at this time. We're a new business, blah, blah, blah. They finally, after I don't know how many emails and phone calls, just stopped. And then the interesting thing is I noticed after we stopped getting calls and emails that – our good reviews were now hidden. Like they have this thing at the bottom. And, and the funny thing too is if you look at a Yelp page, which I'm sure you know, if there's a thing at the bottom that says, uh, okay, for ours, nine other reviews that are not currently recommended. And they actually have it shaded out so you can barely see it. So we have these, right. all of a sudden these reviews are now not recommended reviews. And then the two or three bad reviews we had, which... One of them is completely fake, and the other one is actually slanderous. There's this gentleman that uh, went on our page and said, pretty much, we sell to minors. Now, we have an e-cigarette store, and there's, you, know, you can't sell to anybody under the age of 18 in Connecticut. And he pretty much stated, oh, yeah, they sell to minors. So we actually you know, filed a complaint with him saying, listen, this is slanderous with this guy saying, we don't do that. They didn't care, left it up anyway. Um, and they took down all our good reviews and now we have all these terrible reviews up. And the funny thing is when this happened, I remember talking to the other guys at the store and they were saying, well, you know what? Maybe we need to buy their advertising. Maybe if we buy the advertising, they put our good reviews back up. And that's exactly what they want you to do. So then what happened was, you know, just actually two weeks ago, I was talking to the other guys at the store and they said, why don't you just take the Yelp page down? Just take it down, you know, just forget it because it's just not doing us any good anyway. So I went to take it down. You can't. You cannot take a business page down. The only thing you can do 
is if your business closed, they will put it listed as business closed, but your page still stays up. I have never encountered a website in my life. I, I can't take it down. It's up there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. was unbelievable to me. And then shortly after that, like a week ago, I saw your Kickstarter campaign and I said, this is wonderful. What this woman is doing is absolutely wonderful. It's not only, yeah, I mean, it's not only me that went through this. There's other businesses going through this, so it's not just us. Um, I watched your trailer. I read your Kickstarter campaign, and I thought, this is so, so great that she's doing this. Now, what made you want to start doing this? Did you have a business, and you went through the same experience, or you knew somebody else that went through this? Um, Well, I use you. I used Yelp a lot as well. Um, I would just go on there to find restaurants. My husband had said he did not like them because he has a business and they would call him a lot and it just, it annoyed him. So he was not a fan of Yelp, but I would still use it and I would go on it all the time to find restaurants or, you know, random businesses. Um, but then I was at my physician's one day, and she began to tell me about her experiences with Yelp, and they were awful. And I, the more she said, the more shocked I was. It wasn't just – I mean, it, it did involve reviews being taken away, but it went deeper than that. And I went home. I really – I didn't want to believe her because I thought, well, I use this site all the time. But I began to research it. And the more I dug, the more I found, and she was not alone in her experiences. Just like you, you're not alone in your experiences. This has happened to thousands and thousands of business owners. So um, I thought it would be a compelling documentary, and I thought that um, other people should know about the site and what all is involved with it before relying on it to go visit businesses. Right, right. And, and I think it's wonderful you're doing it. Now, you started a Kickstarter campaign. Now, I, my first question is, is are you attempting to raise all the funds to make the documentary from Kickstarter? Because I see that you had a goal of 60000 and you met that goal, but honestly, $60,000 is not a lot of money, especially when you're trying to make... It's not... Yeah, I mean, and, and if you look yeah. at your trailer, it's like a really professional-looking documentary. I mean, are are you have other ways of funding, or are you trying to raise more money at this point? I'm I'm trying to raise more money. So Kickstarter being the platform that it is, it's an all-or-nothing deal. So you, if you raise all of the money, you get to keep it. But if you don't raise it all, you don't get to keep any of it. So I put on the minimum amount that we would need to make a successful film, which was $60,000. Up until this point, we have been self-funded. So $60,000 is what we would need to complete it. We have met that goal. We met it in less than two weeks. I would love to double it. We just set our first stretch goal to $100,000. But obviously, the more we get, the more more we'll be able to do with the project. And I have been speaking with some people who are interested in – investing in my production company, which in turn would bring in more money. So that would be great. Right. I'm going to put a link to the uh, Kickstarter campaign in the chat. I'm also going to put it in our replay notes. I encourage everybody to please, if you only, if you only donate five bucks, just donate five bucks. I mean, donate something. I so, so much want to see this film done. Um, it's about, t- you know, I have another question too. I have another question. Uh-huh. I had a guest on last week. 
Uh, he, this guy owned a company that someone was questioning. He owned an e-cigarette company where he was selling some, what was an e-cigarette company, but he was selling e-cigarettes and saying that they were a medical device and you can use this e-liquid that will help relieve asthma and COPD and, and relieve migraines and making all these medical claims. Anyway, I had this guy on this guy's, you know, he owns all kinds of patents. This guy's a multimillionaire. Okay. He owns a bunch of companies and a bunch of patents. Um, I had him on and I learned from having him on that I think he's extremely mentally ill and it sounded like he was on drugs. I don't know what, but he just, just sounded like he was out of his mind. So I, he st- mm-hmm. I through, through the interview, he started to get upset with me. And what I'm thinking to myself is, oh, my God, you know, this guy has got millions of dollars. He's upset with me. He obviously sounds like he's not all mentally there. This is the kind of guy that could pick up a phone and be like, hey, I don't like that Kevin guy. Go take him out. I got, I got to admit, I got a little bit afraid. You know, he, he freaked me out a little mm-hmm. bit. Now, you're making this movie, and really, you're messing with this billion-dollar company. Now, I don't know anything about the, the Yelp CEO, Jeremy Stoppelman, but and obviously, they're very upset about this. I couldn't believe they had someone from Yelp on the CNBC uh, show with you. Did you know that she was coming on? Did they tell you that someone with Yelp, what, from Yelp was going to be on with you? They told me a couple hours before I went on. Um, initially, they had said that I would go on and be interviewed, and then a few hours before, I spoke with one of the show producers, and uh, we. she asked me a few questions, and then she said, oh, and by the way, um, we do have somebody from Yelp who's agreed to come on the show, and uh, we wanted to ask you, though, so if it's not okay with you, then we can interview her at a different time. Well, I couldn't exactly say no. <laughs> right, right. So it, and so I guess my question is, is, are you concerned at all? Like, you're obviously pissing off this company. Are you concerned ab- about, like, what they could possibly do to you, if they would possibly do anything? I don't know, like, you know, maybe try to... I don't know what. I mean, listen, I, th- I thought this guy was going to, the guy had, I had on last week was going to call somebody and tell him to come break my legs. I mean, are you concerned about stuff like that? I mean, these, this is a, a pretty big company, and it's very obvious that they don't want you making this movie. I mean, they are actually very pissed off at yeah. this. Does that concern you at all? Um, well, now it is. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would say I, I think that they would be smarter than that. I right. mean, it's it has gotten a lot of attention, and if if they if something were to happen to me, I I I think they would be smarter than that. I don't I don't think they would do anything. Are you worried about? Now, I would hope not. I don't think you should be, but I know at the end of the interview they asked if they were gonna had any plans to sue you, and she sent out this time. Are you worried about a lawsuit? Which I don't think you should be, because as long as your documentary depicts the truth, I mean, what are they going to um, sue you over? I mean, it's ridiculous. Wait, I'm sorry. This- Hello? I'm sorry, this phone is breaking up. What did you say? Uh, I was asking if, if at the end of the interview they did on CNBC, they asked the woman from Yelp if they had any plans at the time to sue you, and she said no. Are you concerned about um, that, which I don't think you should be, because if you, you're just having people on telling the truth, I mean, I don't understand what they would sue you over. Right. I I don't understand what they would sue me over either. Um, you know, I... I was reading an article the other day, and it wasn't related to this story, but it said if you're trying to shoot the messenger, it's because the message is usually right. And in this case, I really am the messenger. I am allowing a platform for other people to speak and tell 
their story about what has happened and I'm collecting evidence and I'm putting it together in a logical order that will make sense to the viewer and the viewer can be the jury. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not putting my own opinions in there. I'm just, I'm the platform. So right. I don't know what they would sue me for. Yeah. I don't see what they could for either. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. I, now have you made other documentaries or is this your first documentary? I've worked for other people working on their documentaries. This is my first documentary on my own. Okay. Now, it's obviously getting a lot of attention, which is wonderful. I have this question. When you are done making this wonderful documentary, which I'm sure many people are going to watch, and I really hope, I really hope they see what really happens with the Yelp with this documentary. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of what's going on with us, but we are at war pretty much with... uh, we're just at war trying to keep our e-cigarettes, trying to have businesses stay in business, trying to keep on vaping. States all over the country are coming up with absurd legislation. We have anti-smoking groups telling the uh, uh, various state legislators and health committees that what we are doing is dangerous, that e-cigarettes contain formaldehyde and and uh, diacetyl, and we're using flavors to attract children and just you know all this nonsense. Uh, the anti-smoking groups are doing this because they get money from big pharmaceutical companies. They don't like us because people aren't buying NRTs anymore. Big Tobacco doesn't like us because people aren't buying cigarettes anymore. They have lobbyists. It's a mess. we got a whole mess going on, and we're fighting, 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 fighting. Uh, we're, we're getting lobbyists. We're funding them ourselves. We have all these organizations, CASA, the AVA, the SAFADA. It's just crazy what's going on. I want someone to make a documentary depicting what is happening to us because it's crazy. Would you ever consider when you're done with all this stuff, you know, like maybe looking into what's going, you know, I, I, I've actually have thought about calling uh, Morgan Spurlock or, you know, someone to do a documentary and show it's because what is going on with us is absolutely insane. We're using this product that's keeping us off cigarettes and, it's like they're trying to take it away from us. It's just insane what's going on and all the lies and misinformation they put out. It's just sickening. Would you ever consider when you were done doing all this, maybe exploring this and maybe seeing if there's a documentary here? Because I know there is. I know you could probably or anybody who knows to make a documentary could put out something that would really depict what's going on and, and, and what we're going through and what, what, what the government's doing. Well, I really don't know anything about 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 the community at all. So, I mean, I could look into it, but I just don't know anything about it myself. Well, I'll tell you this. When you're done with your documentary and doing everything, I know it's going to be a while. You know, you're doing all this. I get it. When the documentary is made and it's out, it's a success and you're all done, I – I, I, I'll please get in touch with me and I will educate you on everything that's going on. I promise once you hear what's going on, you'll be like, Oh my God, there, there's absolutely <laughs> a, do- I'm telling you, there's a documentary here. There is, you know, we actually had somebody that was going to make a documentary. They raised money. They did what you did. They did a Kickstarter thing. They raised money. It just never got made. And uh-huh. we, you know, we need someone, if the, uh, the American public, if people saw what was going on with us and they saw what these anti-smoking groups were doing to us and what big tobacco was doing to us and what public health committees and what everything that was going on, they would just be in utter shock. You know, the truth is that they want us to smoke cigarettes. They don't want us doing this. They want us smoking. 
They want that money. They want the money back. It's just crazy what's going on. So when you're all done with this, uh, I'll get in touch with you and I'll give you an education on what's going on. And then if there's a documentary there, by all means, uh, I, you know, we'll see. That's all I ask. It's just someone who does this just to okay. just to give it a chance. I will sit and listen to it. Yes, yeah. that would just be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So the movie is Billion Dollar Bully. You can go to YouTube, mm-hmm. type in Billion Dollar uh, Bully on YouTube, see the trailer. I'm going to put a link to the Kickstarter campaign. And she's also looking for stories. I'm going to put the email in the replay notes. It's billiondollarbully at gmail.com. If, because we have a lot of vendors, ESIC vendors who listen to the show too. If you've had a bad experience... With Yelp, please contact her and tell her your story. Billion dollar bully at gmail.com. Particularly if you actually have hard evidence backing up your claim. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, I'm so happy you're doing this. I was so frustrated. <laughs> when I found out we couldn't delete our page and I found your Kickstarter a week later, I'm like, oh my God, this is wonderful. Finally, and it really does. It takes guts what you're doing. It takes a lot of guts. A lot of people would not do this. And I applaud you for doing this. You know, we we have had a lot of our our organizations that we've done. All of them have have been, you know, started out as grassroots and a lot are still our grassroots. And you're just, Mm -hmm. you know, someone doing this grassroots and, and you're just trying to raise the money to call out this company. And it's wonderful. And I really, really hope I hope it affects their business because what they really do is 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 just mafia type business. There's no question that guy that said it in the trail is absolutely right. This is like the mafia. It's unbelievable. And I thank you. Thank you so much for doing this documentary and I thank you for coming on. I really really appreciate it. And uh Sure, well thank you so much for your support and for uh helping get the word out. Oh, I, listen, there are tens of thousands of vapors. We are going to get the word out. And everybody, I want everybody even if it's 5 bucks just go to that Kickstarter pay- campaign. Just give her five bucks. You know, if all you Every gave- little bit helps. And it shows that the more people that do back the project, it just shows more support for the project, which is awesome. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on, Kaylee. I really, really appreciate sure. it. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Okay. Bye. bye. All right. Dino, are you there? I'm here. I'm so happy she answered because we got rid of Tom. <laughs> say, what happened? <laughs> What happened to David Frost? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> David Frost. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy she came on. I love what she's doing. I love it. That girl's got balls, man. She's like billion dollar company. Fuck them. I'm going to call them out. <laughs> it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you did, did you see the trailer? I mean, it's really being professionally yeah, I done. Both the videos you sent me. Yeah. I mean, if, if uh, we could get her to make a, docu- a documentary for us, oh my God, that'd be phenomenal. Oh, now Tom Baker is calling. <laughs> <laughs> What's with my echo again? I don't know. It should be. Listen, Tom. This fucking show sucks. I'll pick up real quick. Tom. Hello. Call <laughs> the number, please. Okay, listen. We have to end the show in five minutes, so I'll give you five more minutes. Don't we have ten? Uh, we have five minutes. <laughs> okay, five. Ten minutes. That's it. Just ten minutes. All right. Uh, just let me do one thing here. Turn off the other thing. Um, yeah, there was a comment in the, in the chat about the We Are Vapors, and uh, I, I believe that there's some new information on this. Is that uh, the the footage is being held away from uh, 
from uh, Link Williams currently. Uh, somebody called uh, United Vapors has his hard drives and won't return them to him unless Link explains to him what Link will do with the footage. What? Uh, so uh, that that's what uh, has been put up on a blog. Um, and uh, he, he, this is what it says. He says, uh, should Link decide to work on We Are Vapors, he would gladly return the footage. So that's where the footage is now. It's being held hostage away from the <laughs> Williams. The, the footage is being held hostage. Oh. <laughs> that, I can put in the link from where I'm reading that, uh, but well, that listen, is what it reads. Listen, yeah. uh, I like I said, I want to wait for Kaylee to finish her uh, – her her wonderful documentary and i want to see if i can convince her to do one i you know i this we we need right. something uh, done but kevin we don't we don't have much time so yes the the uh thing um so but that's that's i put in the link of the information that the, those people have the hard drives that link uh gave them and only if link tells them uh what he wants to do with them will they be returned um so that's what it is. You can read it. That's the source of the information. Let's go back again to our interview. <laughs> and uh, so the AVA, you originally planned that for a one-year lifespan. Uh, it's getting close to, I believe, 10 months. Uh, will it have funding for year two? Uh, I would have to say yes. I don't know. Actually, I'm, I can't answer that question yet. I, I think it will, though. I do, I, I do think that it will, yes. Excellent. So you're also uh, uh, you're, you're organizing a march on Washington. How is that going along? What? When am I organizing a march on Washington? Exactly my question to you. I'm not organizing a march on Washington. Well, I don't know okay. where you got that from. I, I thought that I heard that you said that you thought I it was a fantastic nowhere. idea. Uh, you're you're also uh, working on a diastole free website. Uh, I believe it's going to be uh, oh that's, that's the name of it. How is your diastole? No, free? I said uh, number oh, one. Sorry, I, I made a mistake. Diacetyl. 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 <laughs> uh, I discussed that in length. Uh, what was that about eight months ago? Six months ago? I said it'd be a good idea to have this site. What happens, Tom, is in order to have a site like that, you would have to trust, and I've already talked about this, but I'll say it again. You would have to trust that the vendors are going to submit true and accurate testing. I do not trust that that e-liquid companies will submit true and accurate testing. I'm not saying they're dishonest. I'm sure there's a lot of honest e-liquid companies out there that would, but unfortunately, there's companies that will not. And having a site with... Uh, testing results from a certain e-liquid company that may or may not be honest or accurate or true isn't going to do anything. It's just pointless. So you've given up on that effort. I already talked about this like eight months ago. I did a whole show about it. <laughs> Don't you listen to my shows? Yes, yes, yes. Obviously uh, and, not. Uh, so you're not going to be working on that any further because no, you don't believe that testing works. No, All I right. do believe that testing works. I don't believe that e-liquid companies will submit honest test. Proof of that is Suicide Bunny. You see the test that Russ had done, then you see the test that they put out. Do you think that their tests are accurate? I know that, I, I believe Russ's tests are, that he had done from Empathy. So... Yeah. Okay, I, I, I understand you have empathy for Russ, but I mean, what, let's talk about the testing. Vape drama. Do you know, save me. <laughs> vape drama. What is vape drama, and, and why are you a fan of it? 
uh, uh, why am I a fan of vape drama? I don't know if I'm a fan of vape drama. I'm just, I guess, a fan of this community, and it just seems to have drama involved, just like any online community has drama involved. I mean, just like our politics have drama. Every aspect of life has drama involved. So. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of bullying that goes on in, in the vaping world. A lot of people trying to silence other people, um, and and it seems like this drama. It, it, you're saying that the vape drama is is no different than any other drama for any other group. Is are, that true? Are, are you calling uh, 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 Dino a uh, uh, troublemaker? Are you saying he starts drama? Is that what you're did trying you, to say? Did you hear me say that? Uh, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't, no, that's, I don't start that's, drama. That's not. That's not. I, I am say. a troublemaker. So let's continue along. So uh, with advocacy, do you believe that everybody should advocate or is that just for some? I believe everybody should do some form of advocating. I understand that there's people out there that can't go and maybe speak out of hearing. They're too nervous. They're too shy. They wouldn't know what to say. Uh, uh, But they can certainly write something. They could send emails. Everybody should be doing some form of advocating i'll give you an example dino doesn't want to do any of that bullshit he doesn't want anything to do with it but what dino does is he does the, i'm just gonna throw money at it thing that's great he's doing something okay uh throw money at it like dino uh write an email uh talk to your you know you know what people should do everywhere where they live and everywhere in the fucking country find out who your representative is in the town you live in and go talk to them. If you're too too shy or don't know what to say, write them a letter. Send them an email. Let them know what you're doing what you're doing. Send them studies to show that this is not the terrible thing that they're being told it is. If everybody took just one hour out of their fucking life to do that, we would I tell you we wouldn't have all this stuff that's going on with all this bad legislation right now because you need to educate these representatives and health committee members, whoever, and get to them before the anti smoking lobbyists and the tobacco lobbyists do. Do you support Casaw? Yes, absolutely. Now, do you know that Carl Phillips works for the big tobacco industry? Carl Phillips <laughs> Oh, here he goes. Carl what Phillips. Is this? is this an interview or are you going to spew your is. fucking propaganda? Yeah. So Carl Phillips works for Big Tobacco is what you're saying? Yes. How, how, yes. how is that? He receives unrestricted unres- grants from British American Tobacco and Imperial <laughs> Tobacco, which he asked to disclose. Uh, and the last time he disclosed that was in November. Oh, so I, the chief operating officer for CASA is paid by Big Tobacco. He's the chief op. I didn't know he was the chief operating officer. He's he's the COO of. Uh, <laughs> correct. What does this have to do with interviewing me? What are I you told you this about? is a very I, I, I asked you if you supported Gasol. I do. I do support Gasol. I don't care what you say. I support him anyway. How about let's, that? Sure. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about your different show hosts. Uh, yes. You've got a lot of them. How long have you been working with Russ? Uh, I've known Russ since, uh, I met Russ at a vape fest, at vape fest Philly, which I think was either 2000, it was 2010. I met Russ at vape fest Philly in 2010 and I met him. I actually saw his show on vape TV and then I met him at, uh, vape fest. And one of the first things I said to him was, was, 
I like your show, but I think you doing video sucks. Or I insulted his show somehow because I didn't like the whole video thing. I said, I think you should be doing like a radio show or podcast. And then we started talking. Actually, the first, yeah, the first time I met Russ, I insulted him, and he was okay with it. We started talking. <laughs> that was how I met Russ. So, for at the beginning, it was basically you two, or did you then bring on uh, some of your other hosts? Like uh, in the I beginning, it was Anti Nanny, uh, and also uh, the Genie uh, Show. Uh, those two. When did those come about? Uh, let's see. Russ was in 2010, and then I think shortly after that was uh, Jan with the Anti Nanny Show. Then after that was. Jeannie K, and then after that was Dimitri. But Vape Team came, I think, after Anti Nanny and before Jeannie K. I think, I think it was that way. I think Vape Team came after Jeannie K and Russ, and then after that it was Dimitri, and he did the Smoke Free Radio, which is great. I love that Smoke Free Radio. I love it. Yes. Uh, the call-in line is 860-310-4314. We don't have much time. Uh, it was a big coup that uh, when you got over uh, Dimitri, uh, and, and I think you're, you're very proud of that move. Uh, I, I believe that, that that makes your stable complete of hosts. Is that how you feel also? No. You're next. <laughs> Listen, I have to be honest. I started doing my show when I did because I wanted other people to do shows. I didn't want to do a show. So I just ended up enjoying it and doing it. Um, I provide, I simply just provide a place for Russ, for Jeannie, for Jan, for Dimitri. I wasn't trying to put together a stable. Um, yeah, what are you, a pimp? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that. Um, you know, I, they, they come on and they do their shows and they do great. And, and I love what they do. I, I put, okay, but put it this way. I have stuff on VP live that I would enjoy listening to. If I wouldn't enjoy listening to it, I'm not going to have it. If I enjoy listening to it, I say, sure, come along, come on. And I enjoy all their shows. I yeah, think they're wonderful. I, I think that's the, the biggest distinction that is different about VP live and all the other shows is that you actually have an opportunity for people to call up and then to give their own opinions. And so while all the other shows are just like watching a TV and this, you know, direct information, direct information, yours is the only show uh, and yours is the only network that allows an interaction to take place. And I, that's something that, that obviously I have taken advantage of. And, and I think that it, it's something that is needed in this community and it's something that you should be awfully proud of. But nobody really calls into our show because I think they're afraid to call in. I think they're afraid of me, which is just silly. It's not Dino. They're not afraid of Dino. They're 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 they're, they're right, Dino. I th- I think they're afraid. I think they're I'm afraid. Charming. Yeah, Dino's wonderful. I just think that. I I think if I did a show where I wasn't on and it was just Dino, there'd be a ton of calls. Well, I mean, <laughs> there, there's. I see some wrong information being put on chat and, and about Kassaw and, and, you know, they do ban people and don't allow certain people to talk. <laughs> oh, um, so I'm not going to take you. Speaking of that, time's that. up. <laughs> right. Indeed. So let me close out this interview, Kevin. I yes. would like to personally thank you. And as a member of your audience, thank everyone, your 10,000 plus listeners worldwide uh, to, uh, to, uh, for taking this time to do this first and last interview that you'll ever do. And uh, is there anything else that you would like to say uh, as we close out this interview? 
Um, not really. I just like to say thank you, and uh, we're gonna end this. So goodbye, Mr. Baker. <laughs> He's gone. I hung up on him. Every week we get closer and closer to syndication. Yeah, <laughs> Tom just blew it for us. <laughs> Oh, geez. That was ridiculous. He should have prepared. He should have, like, you know, prepared and got... I, I he got the phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Time was, and temperature? Yeah, that was painful. Oh, well. Listen, you got... You, you, all, you know what? Don't get mad at me for that. Get mad at all the people that emailed and said they wanted to hear that. That's who you get mad at. All those people that emailed said, I want to hear time and interview you. That's what you get. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> That's pretty funny. For all the people that emailed and said they wanted to hear that. You guys are retarded. That's for you. All right. I think we're done here. I think we did our job. I got Kaylee to come on. That's wonderful. Love that woman. Love what she's doing. And the Tom thing. You know what I, I did know. through the interview? What? I mean, your Tom's interview? I ate an entire sleeve of Thin Mints. <laughs> Yeah, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, Girl Scout cookies, yep. Yeah, the whole fucking sleeve and a glass of milk. Oh, my God. Diet's out the window. Listen, spring's here. Spring's here. You should start it right up again. Mm -mm. No? Baggy shirts. Yeah, no more dieting, huh? I don't know. You started looking so good. You were getting thin. I still look fucking good. (laughs) Just bigger. Yeah, just... I'm just saying, though, your belly was going away, and, you know, it was it was impressive. My grandson has a toy, right? And it's it's Penguin from Batman. Yep. And the toy, it's like an action figure, and it has this big belly. So I picked it up the other day, and I showed it to him. I says, wow, look at the belly on Penguin. And he said to me, just like you, Papa. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's a smart kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it, 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 I don't know. I, listen, I'm doing something. I, I'm cutting down. I, I, I got to lose some weight. I'm getting a, I got it. I'm getting not getting one. I got a goddamn belly and it's it's got to go, especially now because I'm going to have my bike in a couple of weeks. And, you know, you got to like lean over to drive my bike. And I don't want like a... you're gonna have like plumbers crack while you're riding your motorcycle. <laughs> no, I want to get rid of my belly. Is what I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm so frustrated. I fucking I fucking ordered this fender so long. I'm still waiting on this. I'm waiting on a fairing. That's it. I actually went there yesterday. They have the whole bike done. They're just waiting on the fairing. That one fucking fairing, and then I can have it. Patience, my friend. Oh, I've been waiting so long. I'm super excited. Super excited. I can't wait to ride. Riding season's coming, and I'm psyched. I want to actually... Jamie's not going to be going on the bike with you. No. Nope. She's not going to be going on the bike. That's okay. That means I can go faster. In fact, one day I'm going to go to your house, and I'm going to see how quick I can get there. See how fast I can I'm not a fast rider. I don't ride fast. I am. (laughs) Top speed for me is like 75. Oh, not me. I mean, if I can find a stretch of highway where there's like no cops, I'll do a buck twenty, buck thirty, no problem. Buck forty, yeah, fuck it. You're a fucking dummy. <laughs> it's exciting. It's fun. The adrenaline gets going. 
I'll tell you, you're better, off, you're better off cloud chasing. Your adrenaline gets going, and, and that, and then when you're, you're like, you stop your bike and you get off, you're like shaking and shit. You're like, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. I drove my car at 150 miles an hour one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now. Now you've done that, right? It was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, but I was in a car. Yeah, so I'm on a motorcycle. Well, I think a motorcycle. The most I've done is like 120. Drive fast, take chances. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. Uh, how are you going to drip doing 140 miles an hour? No, I'm not. I'm not going to drip. I'm not going to vape or nothing. I'm just going to concentrate on the road. I could mod your helmet to fucking feed your vapor. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I can hold off. I can wait. I did see that a lot last year, though. I saw a lot of guys vaping, riding the motorcycles. Oh, when I smoked cigarettes, I was always had a cigarette hanging out of my mouth when I was riding. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That was crazy. All right. I'm done. I'm going to wrap this up. This has been going on right, way buddy. too long. So next Sunday is Easter. No show on Easter. The Sunday after that, Dino is going to relax and spend the holiday. No, no, no. Relax. I'll be at ECC. On Sunday for Easter? Well, I'm going to be back Sunday morning is when I'm coming back. Right. So I'll be comatose all day Sunday, I'm sure. Right. I'm just saying it's Easter, and I'm not fucking doing a show on Easter. So Mm. anybody who thinks we should can go screw themselves. Suck it. Right. That's right. All right, Dino. We will talk to you in two weeks then. Good night, buddy. All right, man. Later. All right. Woo. That went on way too long. Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Antonini with Raven Grimm. Tuesday at 9 o'clock. You may or may not have Russ with Clickbang. Wednesday at 9 o'clock. You have Smoke Free Radio. And Thursday, 9 o'clock. All Eastern Standard Time for these shows. You have the Genie K Show. I will be back. Not one week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Dino and I will return. That's it. Show's over.